I'm like so nervous I'm unmuted. But no, that's normal. Never mind. My bad. That's normal. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Commission Reviews. I am so sorry that I'm late. But of course, the queen is myself. You're waiting for the queen. And now you got two queens. So it's worth the wait. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Commission Reviews. Oh, I can't even talk. Commission Reviews, the queen of reality TV. And I got in the back back a queen that I have been supporting. I'm trying to cry. I'm a guy. I'm such a sap. I tried to cry. I'm not going to do it. My eyelashes will come right on my face. Anyway, the queen is in the back. And I'm so excited to bring her on. I really do not want to make you guys wait any further. Let's get into it. Y'all think I go do it. She's ah! here. Hi. One point to another. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Look, period. Look, period. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Oh, my God. Doing, I did it with heaven. Okay. So, first of all, welcome, queen. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me. I got my uh, I got stuff I have set up, and I'm like tripping because she's here, and I'm not at the normal. Let me get my stuff up here. Hold on. Congratulations. Oh, oh, come on. Period. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Taylor. Period. Oh, Baby, I'm a little geek, a little nerdy, but you know I do that. I want to be different. Than everybody else. I want to be like nobody else. Period. Hold on. Period. Let's go. Okay. I love this. <laughs> It's like a confetti when I want my $800,000. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Let's, uh, let's jump into it, baby girl. Let's jump into it. Up. Okay. Um, I want to talk about before the cookout, did you yeah. think that you would ever go on Big Brother as far as before the cookout? Because um, we didn't see many of us, you know, on the screen. Let's be real. So mm -hmm. did you still want to go on there before the cookout? Um, not really. I Big Brother just wasn't in my atmosphere. It wasn't something that I was watching. I wasn't a big fan of the show. It was something that, you know, I knew coming from the pageant world, I knew some people would go on the show, but it just wasn't in my stratosphere, really. So mm. it wasn't on my radar until the cookout permeated my media. That's when I saw that super cut of Tiffany and thought, oh, that was like fun. 100%. Let me yes. watch the show. And even when I finished that season, I was like, okay, they did it. I'll go back to my normal life. And that's a wow. year later I got reached out to about going on the show. So, you know, things things tend to work out. It worked out for for everybody, including us, okay? We were over here just like, so before I start fanning acting crazy, um, which is part of my charm anyway, I'm kind of silly. But when you walk into the house and you got women of color in the house, you know how we see each other. You know, we be, we be at work and we're the only two people in the room. It's like, girl, mm -hmm. hey, girl what's up, girl? Mm -hmm. Was it any of that? any of it with jasmine or amira you know when i first walked in when i crossed the the grass i clocked jasmine and i was like okay we got another one okay. and then when amira walked in i was like all right another one and i did mm. i was like why is amira wearing some pants and a casual top and i'm all dolled up like what who who told who told her to wear that who told me to wear this 
but I was like, okay, these are people that I would like to work with. These are people mm -hmm. that I would like to bond with. And then we just never really connected. And I know I had conversations separately with Jasmine and Amira about colorism, but I feel like those conversations just ended up ha happening way too late in the game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And that's unfortunate, honestly, because I'm not saying I'm not saying to go in the house and be like, kumbaya, we're sisters forever, because we don't all get along with each other. We just don't. Right. But in that situation, you were looking for an ally. So it was like, okay, girl, I see you. I, I see you. I got you. You know, there was was there even you know conversation with even evolving Monty or Terrence? Because I'm not saying y'all want to re recreate the cookout again, but being that you guys were, you know, in the house, was there that conversation? Like, we here, we black. I mean, I don't want to say it besides like something. No, I never got brought into that conversation if there was one. Um, and now looking back, it's because I'm seeing there were conversations of me not really being black or not being the type of black that people can connect with, which is interesting considering the different backgrounds that all of the black people in that house have. So mm -hmm. from the first week, there were conversations about me not being for the people, not being someone to work with, not being a real sister, like very ugly conversations about me and my blackness that really should not have come up considering Monty has a similar background to me going to mm. growing up. Amira has come from a mixed race background. Jasmine comes from a, big, a mixed race background. I don't understand what it was about me that said not the right type of black person, but mm. we've, I've since worked through that with the girls. And that's that's good. Uh, growth is always good. Come out of situations like this. Now, saying the sister and all of that, there's nothing I wanted to ask you. Kind of, I'm bringing it up a little early. Do you think that uh, dark skinned black women are easy to hate and not like? Nothing was going on with you, but you was a target. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there are a lot of biases that we have implicitly, just because of how we're raised in the society. Mm -hmm. And I don't. There are other women who are beautiful in that house. There are other women that carry themselves with a lot of poise and excitement, enthusiasm, that wore fun clothes, loved glamor. But it was me that was villainized, demonized for really indulging in those things or fully owning those things. Yeah, you so yeah, I, think, I do think it is very easy to say, this one should not be as confident as she is. That's fishy, what's going on there? And I think it is because I had the audacity to be a very confident, darker mm. black woman. And it's funny because I've said this before, but I don't like um, calling myself dark skin, not because I don't think that I'm dark skin, but because mm. there's so much deeper of a range. Me and too. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty like in the middle, if we're yeah. being honest here. But no, no, I get that. Purposes, yeah, but for the purposes of this show, of who was around, I was the darkest yes. person there. And yes. it's interesting how things can ebb and flow depending on who is around. If I was not, if there was someone darker on spectrum than me, would they have received the hate that I got? Mm. Maybe. It's interesting how our paradigm will shift depending on who is around. Yes, in real life, as I said it before, this is like a Tuesday for us. And I'm not, I feel the mm -hmm. same as like, wait, I don't feel like I'm a dark skin, but in certain environments, I'm considered to be one as well. So I identify with that a lot. I wanted to briefly kind of talk about something really quick. Um, we watched you struggle in the beginning. Like it tore a lot of us apart. There was some stuff I just couldn't watch. It was it was just for a lot of people, not just me. And to watch you, how in the world did you endure that? What helped you get through that? Because you didn't react. You know, you just, I call it gracefully. You handle everything gracefully. So I just 
how did you get through it? What, what, what helped you? It's just bigger than me. This entire experience is bigger than me. And I, as someone who did not know what I was really getting into, you know, I did as much research as I could coming in, but mm -hmm. I didn't know the show to its core, like other people in that house did. Okay. But I did know that as a black woman on 24 seven surveillance to all of America, hmm. I did know that coming to the show, I had to have a why for being there. And I wanted that why to remedy the history of all the black women who've been in the game. I was willing to carry that weight, that burden, that pain to get to the end, to win the game, because I know that I could, I knew I could do it. And we deserve that win. Yes. So if I were to react or <laughs> lash out in the way that people thought that I would, why did they think I'd lash out? If I were to give up, I would be doing a disservice to all the other black women who have felt pain the way that I felt in that house. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm sick of it. I was sick of it. I said, there's no way that I will be experiencing this for nothing. There's no way that all the other black women who have played this game can walk out of this house just to become memes, but not win. We deserve yes. to win because we're, this is what happens to us in the real world. We're Every ostracized, day. we're villainized, mm -hmm. we're victimized. Mm -hmm. Like all these things that happen in your pain as villains in the outside world and reprimanded for it. It happens in the Big Brother house too. But the name of the game, sometimes is mm -hmm. to backstab, manipulate, do all these things. Yes. That women are already painted as being. But when a white man does it in the game, he's a genius. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. A black woman does it, she gotta go. She's evil. She's a bitch. Week one, week two, week three, she's gotta go immediately. I said, absolutely not. I want to play this game so that every black woman coming after me can play the game however they want. Yes. And that's why I stuck it through. And thank God it worked out. Yes, yes, got it. Did you a smart mama? Now see, look, talking about that. Listen, my Davon, how she was in the game as Dark Chocolate Queen, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I always felt like they're not gonna ever, ever let a dark skinned black woman win. And I said that last year and the year before that, and I always said it until you came to this house. So for me, did you feel like you had? That on your shoulder because Davon didn't want to react with the Christmas situation. I talk about this all the time. She did not want to react. So when you say that, it's like for us, if we react, we're aggressive. Yeah. And you didn't want to be looked at that way. Yeah. I did not want that because yes. I, it's happened before. It's happened before over and over. And I just wanted people to see me as, yes, a black woman because I am unapologetically, but I'm also allowed to have a full range of emotions. And we just haven't been able to have that space in this game. And if we do have that, it's only for entertainment, hmm. not for the value of the game, the integrity of the game, the progress of the game. It's so that we can have our reactions memed and used in the outside world, but where's the real compensation? Where's the real value in that? I'm not here to just be a character. I'm here to push the game forward. I had a higher purpose in this space. And to do that, I had to be very cognizant that all of America is watching. I had to be very cognizant of the stereotypes that my house guests were placing on me. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. if I fell into those traps, I'd be on the block and out the door. It was bigger, it was so much bigger than, than just playing the game for myself. I wanted to uh, talk about that being said, watching you go through all of that and draw all that, some accountability um, with Paloma, her behavior in the house, especially when she got out of the house, trying to say that you were bullying her and all these things. Um, and this goes for really the people I'm going to mention, but for her, would you want 
a public apology or explanation? I know you, you I think you said you handled it privately, which I completely understand that. But um, people like her and Monty and Daniel, honestly, black women especially want to see them all held accountable mm -hmm. by you publicly, in my opinion. I might be wrong about that. I'm not sure. But um, do you want anything publicly or you just rather handle that privately? No, of course. I Well, I believe I'm owed public apologies by all of them. I believe I am owed private apologies by all of them. Because at the end of the day, these are people that I had one-on-one -on -one relationships with. Like these are people that I had interactions with. America saw it, but I still know them as human beings. It's easier to paint them with a brush as just wholly terrible individuals, but I still know them as human beings with people that they love and care about and vice versa. Right. Um, it's annoying sometimes how nice I can be, but. <laughs> yes, yes. So, Yes, I would like that personal apology. I also think the opportunity may have passed for that to happen. Mm. I don't want the apology to come from a place of, oh, she won America's Favorite Player? Oh, I now I, I'm seeing the things that I said and I, I, I thought I forgot about the things that I said. Wow. Now that I'm seeing them and people are mm -hmm. mad at me on Twitter and it's all in my face, yep. maybe I should apologize. Cause I want to go do appearances and make money and do this and that. And so maybe hmm. for me, if I apologize, that's not what I want an apology to be. I don't want an apology because people are getting backlash on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. I want an apology because you see what you've done to me. You see the harm that you've caused me and people like me by a larger extent. But I don't think, I don't think I'm, we're at a space now where those apologies are going to stem from that anymore. Hmm. So publicly, wow. yes. publicly, remedy the people that you've harmed publicly. Paloma, Daniel, and Monty need to do that, not just for themselves, but to heal the people that they've harmed. But for me personally, I don't think that there's space for, for in the independent relationship building anymore. Well, because I know that, um, well, they all publicly, people are, you know, want, like they call the lashings, they're saying in the chat yes. to those people I mentioned, but especially Monty. And I know, and I, I said this, I really don't want to, because I feel like it's kind of redundant and I love how you're handling it. So that's why I'm not really like, like get into the name tales of it and all the details. I'm not doing all that. We all know what it is. <laughs> so as far as, you know, you were concerned, you just have moved on from uh, Monty like a G. I'm just going to say that live for anybody who don't understand. She moved on like a G. So how do you feel about the, you know, people just talking about it as if you're supposed to do something with this adult male who there, had there horrible is. behavior? There it is. Why is it my responsibility? How is it my responsibility when someone, and we put this on women way too much. Hmm. If a man has made a mistake, how is it my responsibility to hold his feet to the fire, to hold him accountable for what he's done. That's his own doing. Mm. That's anybody who has done something wrong. It is on them to remedy their behavior. It's not my responsibility to make them grow, to make them see what they have done. If this is someone that I love and care for, I will point them in the right direction, but it's not my responsibility to give someone a tongue lashing. It's not my responsibility to help them grow, to facilitate or demand that they give me what I need to heal. That's not healing. That's a forced healing, a forced answer, apology, forcing someone to be accountable because they really don't want to be. That's not healing for me. That's just revenge. Right. It's gonna be fun, but is it really it gonna be for me? And very juicy. 
juicy. <laughs> It'd be fun and juicy. And y'all heard me all season talk about I want to evict this person because I want my revenge yes. and become a life. That's game. That is game. So everything, so every speaking of speaking of well, not even to get into the other stuff about games. Talk about, you know, people are trying to break down and tear down your game. And I I me personally felt like it was straight up strategic moves, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to hear from you because it's being dragged, even though you sat in the number one spot. Okay. So your game, Um, (laughs) they look at it like you just, I don't know what they think about it. It's kind of negative, but I want to know from you, how do you feel about people tearing down your game? I think that's a very um, traditional and outdated idea of how this game can be played in one. And when you look at Big Brother, people say, oh, like she wasn't a cop beast or, you know, she didn't, she wasn't a strategist. Yeah. I knew I wouldn't be that coming into the game. I said that in preseason interviews. I said, I'm no strategist. I need to be friends with the strategist. And I could probably be a comp beast. I would have been if Michael wasn't there, but that's another conversation. Okay. <laughs> I came in like a good second or third very consistently. So Michael, mm-hmm. I would have wanted to be comp if he wasn't there. But anyway. You were right there, baby. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, you know, there are people like to have a rubric, but the beauty of this game is that it's not a rubric based game. Mm-hmm. It is a cumulative experience it wouldn't be an 82 to 90 plus day game if it were only based in these very small metrics that doesn't make any sense for my game i had to come from a place of survival from day one i i walked into the house and i said hmm, let me just turn this game on to super mega hard mode and play the entire game like that hey. <laughs> and survival came only at a social game and a social game doesn't mean that I have the best, strongest relationships with everybody. A social game means that I started from the bottom and I found a way to maneuver all the way through where each connection that I made benefited me in some capacity. Even if those relationships were bad, they were bad enough where people in the house realized we need to step up and do something. And in stepping up and doing something, I was able to make stronger connections with those people so that my enemies were taken out of the house on my behalf. Everything that happened in that house was to benefit me, whether or not it was good for someone's individual game. People just didn't realize it until they got out of the house. And that's the power of a social game. That's the power of yes. instilling the fear of God into Monty that, that Turner could beat him in the end. There are small seeds that you can plant throughout the game that lead up to the big ripple effect. And people want to give credit to the people that have like the big move. Mm. The big move is not always started by that person. The big move can be planted by a small seed. And you have to look at the gardener. I was the gardener. Very smart. You don't have to make a big wave to make a boom. Okay? That's right. I love it. I love it! Oh my God! I told you a G. I mean, look. I'm from Louisiana and I live in Texas with Southern. Okay, Southern girl. Look, everything you, everything you did was smooth to me. When I got mad, I was like, you know what? She got a purpose with this. She's got a purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say them really quick now. With, when you was, you know, going through everything and Twitter was blowing up, myself, another content creator, Sheena, who's in the chat, we created a space. We created a space on Twitter for people of color to come in and speak about Big Brother. We literally created a space on Twitter. And it blew up to where we literally would go live on spaces if you ever get a chance to listen to them and we're crying, we're mad, we're happy, we're uplifting you the entire time. And that's something I'm so proud of because 
we were doing it when nobody really was paying attention. We was automatically uplifting you, even though I got mad a lot. We cussed a whole lot too. I'm not I mad. can't do it more YouTube. I got pissed off a lot. I'm just saying. You but, had a lot of the emotions that I could not do in that house. So thank you. Thank you. But I, she didn't have to calm me down a lot because I was like, baby, I, I can't watch it. I'm done. I can't watch it. But <laughs> I couldn't help but watch it. I was like, I want to see her win, damn it. You know, it was just a whole lot of that. But so you being a, a pageant queen, which is a beautiful thing as well, which was weirdly attacked. Um, did you ever encounter that outside of the house before Big Brother with women having a big deal about that? Was this a no. common thing or was this new? This was this was definitely new. You know, when you are in the pageant world, the women are really uplifting and really supportive because we all have a shared goal. So no one's going to judge you for wanting to be a beauty queen. And the beauty in losing a pageant is that you walk away with just an amazing support network of really accomplished, driven, beautiful women inside and out. So I'm just used to women being uplifting, whether they win or lose. I'm used to women not being intimidated because they're confident in their own selves. So I'm walking into the house, I, you guys heard me. I was like, I'm here to play a girl's game. Yes. I'm here to like, do yes. it for girls, let's go. Mm -hmm. And day one, it's, well, she's a pageant girl. She's a pageant girl. Like she's fake, she's this, she's that. She can turn it on, she can do this, she can do that. And I'm like, everything I do comes from a place of just being genuine. And yes, I do the hair and the makeup. Jasmine did too. Alyssa True. loves fashion. True. What is it about me having actually just worn a crown on my head while the rest of the women in the house, as I walked in, I assumed were queens in their own way. What was it about me that made them feel so ostracized or put off or anything like that? And I think, unfortunately, it came from a place of intimidation. And I think there are some things about me that might have burned or um, brought up insecurities. And I just didn't have the opportunity to address those with the women because they assumed that I would not be willing to connect with them. And that's that was really hard for me to hear because my last five, six years have been so dominated by my experience in pageants. And all that I do is uplift and connect with and support the women around me who are similar or dissimilar to me. Yeah. So, yeah. That had to have been hard, though, with the, with the women part. People, regardless of what's been said since then, everything, that that had to have been rough to deal with because especially when you said you never had to deal with it before because like i know the pageants like a team you guys look out for each other have each other's back it's a lot of yeah. unity there a lot of uplifting and um for you it didn't make um it didn't make any sense okay um now the daniel yelling in your face now i have to be completely 100 percent honest with you mm -hmm. mama i could have endured a lot in that house Pretty much probably everything, you know, going to car, going to the bathroom and screen, whatever. But that, I would have got sent home or something. I don't know what would happen. I can't, I was, I'm just telling you, that would have been a moment for me. Now, this is me. So for you, I don't know how you did it. And then how did you feel? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting emotional again. How did you feel about the two brothers? I'm saying this, standing there. Well, all the men, but let's not even say brothers, all the men standing there while this was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, I was hurt. I was very hurt mm. by one, the accusation. At first I was confused. I was very confused because I did not know that I had done or said anything to hurt Nicole when I, this is a very gentle, delicate thing that I at the time thought was happening. Right. Mm. First, my concern is just making sure that I didn't harm someone that I at the time considered to be a friend um, with something so personal. Mm -hmm. 
second, I was just confused because I don't know why Daniel is getting my face starting in the bathroom. I think he's doing a bit. I think we're like laughing, kikiing, because I think that Daniel and I are cool. So he's an actor in some capacity, and I'm like, okay, like, let's do a bit. This is fun. He walks out, and I realize something more serious is going on. That's when I follow after. And that's when he really gets in my face. Yeah. And blames me for Paloma having a mental health crisis and leaving the game. And that's when I've never felt so alone in that house until mm. a specific moment and that specific attack. Because one, he's saying all of America is watching, and I know all of America is watching, and I know he's wrong. Two, people had already told me once Paloma left, people had already told me that they didn't hold me responsible for that, even though they thought that I was spreading rumors about her. So for someone to still hold on to that and throw that in my face, that hurt me. And three, nobody in that house stepped up and said anything. Jasmine, and we've, we've talked about this since then. Jasmine mm -hmm. was the only one that said anything and she told me to just walk away. And that hurt me so deeply in the moment because it felt like she was dismissing me. But we've, we've since talked about it and she said, no, I needed you to walk away because okay. you were about to, like should have and deservedly should have gone off. Okay. And she said, if you stayed and you kept going through that, she was like, I don't care how messed up my ankle was, I was about to get up and do something I shouldn't have done on live TV. So I appreciate her protecting me in that space because it would have gotten very ugly because the two of us would have done some very ugly things. Justifiably so. Right. But we both know who would have taken more heat for doing those things. Now, looking at Monty and Terrence. Mm -hmm. I was confused because I thought I'd overcome conflict with Monty and been on a better term with him. I was confused because I, to my extent, thought I was helping Terrence that first week, giving him advice on how to manage being on the block before I was on the block next to him. These are people, Terrence, like he's an older black man. He's yeah. from South Chicago. He knows what it means to defend. Mm -hmm. He should know what it means to defend black women. I expected to be better protected in that moment. I expected for people to be willing to stand up in that moment. And the only person that I know would have done that had he been around is Joseph. And Joseph just didn't do it because he was literally in the bathroom with the door closed. <laughs> like he was using the bathroom. Oh, I got you. Okay, I don't know why I thought he was standing there. So um, oh. he was he was there, but not there, there. Okay, okay. Because right. the, the, the leftovers happened right after that though, right? Is that okay. kind of what? Yeah. So it was just, that was the one moment where I felt like, okay, things are going to get this toxic and nobody's here to defend me. And when they do want to defend me, it's sheepishly after everything happens, walking over to me and saying, no, I, I don't agree with that. I wasn't right. We're, you were right there in the moment. You couldn't say anything. It just, it really confused me. And it mm -hmm. called into question the character of a lot of the people that were there because I don't care mm -hmm. about the game and that aspect. Nobody should care about the game in that moment. This was bigger and nobody, nobody mm -hmm. saw it then. In fact, that was the fuel for a lot of people to justify sending me home. And it just, things went way too far in that moment. But you know, you had that thing going on where every time they put you on a blog, baby, they was out of there. I mean, every time I was like, look, you know, I told you every time I did my spaces, I sung, I still hear like, 
I did it one time. It got so popular. And when you said you said, I was like, wait a minute. She sang it. I sang it every time when she when you when you came back or you got into I'm like, I'm 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 still here. <laughs> I love it somebody. Oh my that. god, it was everything. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, it's just so one of those things that's such a deep cut that you don't know yes. if people are going to resonate with it. And I just, yes. oh, I love that you knew it. I love Yes, it. every space I said it because it's like a, well, in our community, you know, that, that song is like, clip is like her doing it is like a, a joke. So yes. every time in the space yes. I would do it and they all, people started, there was a, a person in my space who made a remix, You Have Got To Hear, and she added everyone's name in the house. No, I need to I'm, see this. I, I need, need to, I need to, I'm going to show you the space after this, okay? Oh my God, it's everything. <laughs> So I don't have a lot of time, but I I um I have a few more questions. Like this girl's booked. I told you she's booked and busy. Um, Nicole, mm -hmm. with the whole situation of the lies and the lies and the lies and my candy boys, uh, has there ever been any accountability for that? Because that was to me a catalyst for a lot of things that happened after. I mean, it just was negative mm -hmm. and uh, ridiculous. So. In watching a lot of the feed clips that people have been tagging me in and watching a little bit of the show, I it has helped to know that Nicole was one of initially the people to push back a little bit and say, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand why people are painting Taylor in this light. How, where is this coming from? And we actually made amends the day that she was evicted. You know, she, she likes to run around and cause chaos in the house and try to save her game, but once it really settled in for her that she was going home, we we made amends. And okay. I think for her to be walking out of the house, having done that, I felt a lot better about her because we did really bond that very first day. We just never acted on it. Yes, and yeah, I did. Things plummeted down I south did. of me. Um, and I will speak to her relationship with Daniel, but I know that it's been very tumultuous. Mm, I know that they, that mm. is no longer a friendship. Oh, wow, really? Well, mm. So Nicole, like Nicole is someone who has actively and preemptively done the work to apologize. Okay. And Nicole and I are in a much better place now, almost to the point where we were that very first day that we met. So I know it's hard for a lot of people to hear that I am working through and building relationships with some of the people, but the women in particular of my season, without having even done their exit interviews or their interviews with Julie, they are women who came to me before being evicted, owned what they did, and are now working actively to build those relationships. And I will give them space before they say things publicly online because they're doing things behind the scenes. Um, and you know, it must be hard. I have a tsunami of love and uplifting support and that's overwhelming. I can't imagine having a tsunami of the opposite when you are doing the work personally to rebuild those relationships with the person that you hurt. So I wanna give them time to let that tsunami died down. And I do expect yeah. them to make public statements and apologies, but please understand that the women have made those amends with me behind the scenes and I'm working with them. Um, obviously on a case by case basis, but I am working with them mm -hmm. to rebuild those relationships. Um, black bloggers doing big brother. I'm not, I'm not gonna presume that you know a whole lot about that, but it's a whole, it's a whole vibe. It's a whole world. Okay. And um, a lot more, content creators came out after co the cookouts like you said you started you know in big brother house so a lot of content creators came out but before that it was like me and like maybe five people <laughs> just being mm -hmm. honest because a lot of people didn't review it and so what do you think about the fact of 
Black bloggers actually doing some of the exit interviews. I mean, uh, the ones who, some of their smaller ones. Do you think there's an open space for that? I talked about that before with Big D as well about change some things. And he thought it was very interesting because he said when he came out the house, he didn't interview with anybody of color. So mm-hmm. I was curious to know what you thought about that. Nothing wrong with any of the blogger. I'm just speaking about, you know, this. Sure. Well, I, hmm, that's actually really interesting. I've had just nothing but interviews to do. And I made it very clear that working with black bloggers and black interviewers, media is really important to me because who am I to talk from day one about wanting to represent black women and then completely alienate all black Hmm. media that's going to uplift these stories and share these stories in spaces that they haven't reached. I mean, like I said, Big Brother didn't penetrate my bubble until the cookout. And it's because of other black people saying, hey, this is happening, this is really cool, that it made my TikTok feed Big Brother just never came into my world outside of that. Okay. We're going to expand this universe. Mm-hmm. If we're going to open up the space and have more Black women come behind me, like they better after all the things that I went <laughs> Look, to. for real. We have to engage and uplift smaller Black creators that are in this space. And I understand wanting to give more access to um, established media bases. And mm-hmm. I would hope that they are hiring more Black creators. But I also want to promote Black ownership over the own work. Yes. I want yeah. to prioritize their IP staying with them. And in doing that, what we do is uplift those specific platforms or at the very least make them known. So yes, there is space for these interviews to happen. It is overwhelming coming out of the house. I get it. But we can give access to smaller creators in the same way that we do with big creators because the numbers, the statistics may not have the same reach as big things like a people, us weekly, et cetera, but the reach and the weight that we carry for the culture, that word of mouth that we have is so much faster than one of those bigger platforms. The access is so much greater and different than those bigger platforms. So if we're going to expand this universe, we have to uplift these smaller voices for all people of color, not just black. In my case, I'm saying black because I am black. Yes. It may be different for someone like um, like a Kaser. It may be different for someone like a Joseph. It may be different for someone like a... Uh, I'm trying to think of people who were of other ethnicities in the house. Right. We have to uplift not just those people and their stories, but what they can also bring to the table. And that's why we sign up for the game. We love the game, we play the game, but we also have something bigger to bring. That's why we all talk about having a why. So yeah, let's open up space. Let's kick the door, the door down and let people like you and other black creators have first dibs. I love it because I'm gonna say something because I've been doing this mama for over 10 years, like brother. And we as black women, black bloggers, we are hidden. And mama, you have made us seen. So I need you to understand that to us, it's um it's more than just, you know, of course, you winning is everything, but you even doing this is you know, going to mean more to not just to me, but to other people who watch me or who support me and just to other bloggers who come up behind me because I'm going to always support black women. I love women. I'm a, I came from a black queen. So that's what I'm going to do. So um, I said I was going to cry, but I do it anyway. But I want to say thank you for coming on my platform. I, I'm happy you came on and gave me your time. And you are a queen to me. You're a queen to many. Don't let anybody else tell you different. Um, you're winning. It's going to allow black little girls watching Big Brother um, is going to want to get on Big Brother when they get be, you know, old enough to do it. So thank you again. I appreciate you so much for coming on, for sharing my stuff. Just 
supporting me 100%. Misha, I would not be here. I would not have the support that I have if it weren't for you. And I mean that all the way down. Like I am absolutely nothing in this game without the people like you to support me. So thank you. And it is so much more impactful for me to be on your platform than for you to just have me. So thank you for giving me the space to be here too. All right, guys. Little mama got to get up out of here. So I am a Southern girl, but a little bit crazy. We've got to go up to the spaces and talk about this. And I'm going to cry some more. But I'm going to close the door because this is the South and this is the end. Bye. Bye.